Hi, my friends. I am so excited that you are here right now listening to this podcast. As always, I really hope that it just speaks to you wherever you are um, in your season of life. Um, So a quick little update on me. God has really been just like helping me to focus in on the environments that I should be in and like who I should be surrounding myself with um, within like the last month or two. Um, I've connected back with like an old friend and we've been doing like some leadership stuff together and it's just been really awesome to have healthy community um, especially of people who are going to push you forward in your dreams like no matter what it is like if you're a teacher having teacher friends surrounding you so that you can push forward if they have wisdom like they can give it to you and I've just definitely gotten a lot of that recently and it's so encouraging because I just know that God wants to take me places that I could never imagine and like my life now is something that I never imagined for myself before I had like surrendered all that I am to God. So it's just been really awesome um, and he's just been showing me my light and like telling me not to hide from it and just like all of those things. So yeah, it's been a journey and I just love how God just pushes me to just trust him in new ways in more intimate ways um with my relationships and all of that because that's what's been happening and I'm pretty sure you can hear my coffee in the background um so we're gonna pause for a second sorry had to um get that second cup of the day in um yeah so yeah God has just been pushing me to trust him in new ways and it's just been incredibly awesome because I love just deepening my trust in him and allowing him to um, just go within me and pull out things and show me things that aren't necessarily like him so that I can continue to grow um, in new ways. So it's been awesome. I'm so excited to keep growing in him. Um, He keeps me in awe of who he is and that is just incredibly amazing. So today's episode is going to be all about our heart posture um so how we view god how we view ourselves and how we view the people around us so let's get into it hey friends welcome back to the fearlessly fit faith podcast where our goal is to serve the individual to better the individual in our community how by guiding her in living fearlessly in obedience to god fit as a whole person and having the faith to pursue god's will for her life here's your host Ariante. So the scripture that I want to point out at the beginning of this is Matthew 6, 21. um, And it says, where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. And it's just so true because if we put... Um, or like if our treasure is in the things that we have in the things that, um, we wear or the relationships that we have with people, if they make us popular, like if our heart and our treasure is like in those things, like we will never, ever live a satisfying life. Um, because those things aren't eternal. Those things aren't going with us on the other side of the grave and they have just no power over the eternal things. Like, no power. What's eternal is having those deep conversations with friends, um, experiencing those moments of just intense joy and happiness and peace because we are just spending time with God's creation um, and his people. And that's, that's where our treasure should be with him and finding that peace within ourselves, and then like sharing that with the world like that's where our treasure should be but sometimes we get so lost um about where we should find that treasure 
and we go searching in places that we shouldn't and it just keeps us from truly knowing who he is and the kind of God that he is so yeah I just wanted to point that scripture out to us really quick so first our view of God oftentimes there are different ways that we view God and we all tend to view God in a different way depending on how we grew up um, and what our family structure was like and all of those things um, but for me I tended to um, view God as distant Okay, so I had to pause because I got a little bit emotional really fast, but it's important that I share this. Um, So yeah, I used to view God as distant because my dad was in the military, so that meant that he had to spend time away from us, and it was... It was in that time of my life where a girl just really needs her dad around, you know? And please stand with me in my emotions um, because I just feel like this needs to be heard. There has to be somebody out there that's like feeling the same way if you have a dad in the military or maybe a dad who's often on business but like is just really supporting the family. Um, For me, I viewed God as distant because... Um, my personal father, like my father here on earth, couldn't always be really close to me. So I thought, well, God has to be that same way. And it wasn't that I consciously thought this. It was an unconscious thinking because we view God as we would view um like a father here on earth like that's like our father here on earth is kind of how we look at who God is and I viewed him as a really like distant being because I just didn't know in that time in my life what it was like to have someone really close to me and that led me to sin because I was looking for intimate parts um, of a relationship with a father that I wasn't really getting and I do not blame my dad because I fully stand behind fighting for freedom. I know what that freedom means for me. I can live in a country where I can go wherever I want every day. Yes, there is pain in this country, but like to have that freedom is so important to me. So like I just understand freedom on a really deep level. So I am not mad at my dad. I totally understand why and also the importance of it and he didn't just fight for me to have freedom he fought for you to have freedom and he fought um for all of us in this country to have freedom and that's important to me and that's bigger than that sin that I lived with for three four years of my life um so it's so much bigger than that and it's so much bigger than how I used to view God because I know that's not who God is anymore so Yes, a bit of a tangent, and that is how I used to view God, someone that was distant, not somebody that um, would really, like, look out for me when I needed it. Um, So there are also four other ways that we tend to view God, four kind of, like, common ways that I got um, from a pastor of a church that I went to when I was up at school. Um, So the first one is kind of like a soda can machine God, and we think if I put in this dollar and I do good, he'll send out my soda can and he'll do good back to me. So kind of like if I give my good, he'll give my good, you know? Um, So when we think like this, our intentions for why we do good are probably not sincere and it's probably to try and get something back from God um, which is not healthy at all because we should do things with the heart of Christ not because um, 
not from like our fleshy like ways and because well I want this in my life so I'm gonna go out and do this so that God can bless me in this way that is not why we go out and do good to people at all so the second way that we tend to view God is as a youth retreat God or a boyfriend God, which is I will always feel some type of dramatic presence when um, you're doing like Bible study or maybe you are like in community with other believers or even at church. Um, and the truth is that we are least of aware of what is constant. So maybe you probably don't even know which ways that God is actually showing up unless you like actually tune in. And if you have this view that you'll like get some type of dramatic presence from him, well, you're definitely not going to know the constant way in which he talks to you. So I just encourage you to slow down um, and realize that it's not always about a feeling because sometimes we just do not feel like going to Bible study or sitting down and reading the Bible and just opening up and speaking to him or even going out in community and like talking with his people. Sometimes we just don't feel like doing that. So we cannot base um, God off of our feelings because it's just not true. Our feelings are not true. They are wishy-washy and they come in they go. So the third way that we tend to view God is as a taskmaster, which means that he's always one step away from squishing you. So you're scared that, oh man, if I do this wrong, he's just going to come in and squish me when that's not true at all. Like God wants you to try and fail at things because when you do that and you just have a heart to follow him he's not going to squish you he's going to guide you on your path and he's going to show you what you did wrong he's going to convict you of whatever sin it was or he's just going to right the wrong and he's just going to show you how to live more like Christ he's not out to get anyone that's not what he wants to do but there will be a day of judgment and it's going to probably be hard if you have not followed um, God at all. But if you're listening to this, that means that you are trying, at least I hope it means that you are trying um, to better follow God as I am. I am no perfect human. So the fourth way that we tend to view God is as a Superman God. And that just kind of means that he will keep bad things from happening to good people which is a big no no it's just it's just a big no no um bad things happen to good people because God is sovereign and he allows the enemy to roam and to test us and to send us trials and sometimes we even let the enemy in because of the things that we say about people the things that we say about ourselves the people that the, the things that we say about our environments, like sometimes we allow the enemy in, but sometimes God does allow the enemy to test us. God is sovereign and he's allowed to do that. But what he wants to see is that are you going to trust in yourself or are you going to trust in him? Are you going to trust that Jesus on the cross won the victory for you? So that test that he has sent your way, you've already won it. Are you going to trust that he is on your side in whatever trial that it is? So yes, God does sometimes send things our way. Um, bad things happen to good people. I just want to get that in your head because for some reason, our generation thinks that bad things are just not supposed to happen. My friend, how are you supposed to grow in your walk with God and your faith if you if bad things never happen to you? You cannot get through life um, with just like 
la-di-da-di-da like mentality no like you you have to go through things like there is a process for you to grow into the person that you're supposed to be so that was a bit of a tangent but I'm just super passionate about that because we are believing false things so yeah so I also just quickly wanted to back that up with scripture so that you know that I'm not fibbing. Um, you can also find this yourself. It's in Job 1 um, verse 8. It says, did you notice my servant Job, the Lord asked, there is no one in earth as faithful and as good as he is. He worships me and is careful to not do anything evil. Satan replied, would Job worship you if you got nothing out of it? You have always protected him and his family and everything he owns. This is the enemy. He blesses you bless everything he does and you have given him enough cattle to fill the whole country. But now suppose you take away everything he has. He will curse you to your face. That was all the enemy right there. The Lord says, all right, everything he has is in your power, but you must not hurt Job himself. So Satan left and then all of Job's wealth was destroyed. So God protects us, but not the things around us. And we have victories in him. We have victory in him. I just really wanted to show you guys that God does send tests. And it's not because he hates us or anything like that. But he just truly wants us to grow in faith for him. And that's what he did to Job. And he just really showed who Job was and where Job's heart was. So we're going to get back to our heart. And now we are going to talk about how we view ourselves. So we tend to feel too unworthy, too shameful, um, too sinful and undeserving of God's grace and his gifts because our sin is too deep. And that's just not true at all because even though we feel as if our sin goes like really deep, his love goes even deeper. And it's, it's just unimaginable how far his love goes to reach us out of the depths of um the weight that we just carry ourselves into and if you are there or have been there before I've totally been there too and I understand what it feels like to just have what feels like the biggest weight on your shoulders because you haven't shared that sin with anyone you haven't been vulnerable and said this is what I'm dealing with I want you to stand with me in prayer like I, I understand, but it's so important that we reach out to someone and that we just talk about what it is that's making us feel shameful and unworthy so that we can grow together. That is why we are here. Um, we're supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down. And we tend to tear each other down way too much. And that keeps us feeling unworthy and shameful and too sinful. But I promise you that God's love just goes even deeper, as I've already said. When we have an unhealthy view of who we are and who God says that we are, we are in a never-ending cycle of shame and unworthiness and sinfulness because we're, we just don't understand who who God has called us to be. And when we know who God um, says that we are, that we are daughters, that we are chosen, that we are beloved, like when we know those things and believe them in our head, our heart, and act them out with our hands, like our lives just truly do change so much. And the way that we care for ourselves change, I mean, it, it has to change when we become a new person in Christ. But just understanding who God says that we are changes the view of just 
how we look at ourselves in the mirror. It changes how we care for ourselves every day. We'll start to care for ourselves more out of the intent to do well and glorify God rather than do well and glorify ourselves um, and glorify culture, which is just downright wrong um, and is just not healthy because culture is not preaching the gospel. Culture is preaching me, 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 and you will not get anywhere on the me, me, me gospel because that's just not true. So lastly, when we have found a healthy view of ourselves, we are then able to have a healthy view of other people. So for me personally, when I was like really bitter and just like really shameful, I had a really negative attitudes toward um, people in my life. I didn't really want to spend too much time for them and I wasn't caring for them well. So I had to have that healthy view of myself and who Christ has said that I am so that I would be able to view other people in a healthy way. I kind of intermingled the last two, but our view of ourself really ties into how we view other people. Um, Because honestly, if we are constantly bogged down about life, we put out a very like negative um, perspective into the world. And that does not help us care for people. It actually pushes people away and it doesn't help for God's love to be shown. So As I end this and wrap this up, I just want you to step out of the views that you have about God. If they are negative and not portraying who he really is, I beg of you, go in the Bible and just find um, verses explaining who God is. Um, And then also just change your perspective about who you are. Also go in the Bible and just read about who it is that God says that you are and what a value you are to this earth because that is so important because the way that you glorify God the way that you live out your gifts is going to change and will really change the posture of your heart and so much of the posture of our heart really comes from who we believe that God is and how we understand who he is so when we have a really honest and true representation of who God is for us our heart posture is changed and it's less about doing good because well this is just what I'm supposed to do or doing good because somebody else is doing it or doing good so that you can feel good on the inside it's more about doing good so that you can glorify God doing good so that your heart is more like Christ like that's that's what we're supposed to be living for and it's not it's not about us um our hearts aren't about us they're about Christ (laughs) and that's the awesome thing I love that my heart is about Christ and I just hope to continue to share that with the rest of the world and I don't do that perfectly um but I try my best and I just try to be open and honest and I am rambling now but I just really wanted to open up to you guys and just show you guys um some ways that our hearts um, tend to view God, tend to view ourselves, and tend to view others. So I really hope that you enjoyed this. Um, I got a little bit um, emotional today, but that's good. Emotion is important. It's part of our daily lives. Um, So if you really and truly enjoyed this, I hope that you leave down a 
comment wherever that you are listening so that it supports me and this goes out to more people. Um, don't forget to share this with a friend um, so that it encourages them. And yeah, I hope you have a good day, friend.